You sound far away again. God damn it. Okay. How about now? Perfect. Maybe it's the wire. Am I still okay? Yes. Okay, I'm just going to like talk right on the mic. (laughs) I had a choir teacher in high school who used to say it's a microphone, not a magic phone. In the context that she wanted you to be like right up in the mic. Um, I'm going to need my mics to have some magic to them. So (laughs) just saying. Plus, it's hard to catch. Like the condenser does a lot as far as telling me when it picks up sound. But it only tells me when it's picking up sound and when it's peaking. Not when I'm talking at a normal level. Interesting. Sound engineering. That's a lot of things I don't know. I mean, I only took like one and a half classes on it, so. You're an expert. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could go to Hollywood right now and do like the next Matrix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do all the acting in it and the directing and all of the film work at the same time and also all of the Foley sound. I mean, I guess I just assumed that if I said that, you would know that it's a one-person Matrix show. Oh, I, I did. I knew what you were saying. I was okay. clarifying it for our listeners. Oh, uh, yes. They don't know how self-centered I am. How I just <laughs> want to do everything myself. Um, it's not right unless I do it myself. Except yes, I think I would have an additional person to hold the boom for me because I'm just no good at it. I can do that. I, I proved effective. Yes. Yes, you were very effective. I, I will hold your boom. <laughs> Thanks, Casey. I will hold your boom of life. Could you imagine the credits of a movie like that? <laughs> Just like one person and then <laughs> a single line. Casey Lowenthal, boom operator. Yes. And the Oscar goes to. <laughs> I would be the first person in history to earn an Oscar for boom operation. Oh my goodness. You're they like talented. me. They really like me. <laughs> but Morgan, mm-hmm. I figured, oh, one, I figured we should tell people that this is Millennial Monologue and you're Morgan Humberg. What? And you're Casey Lowenthal. How do they not already know this? We have a very disobedient listener group. Fan base. They're fans. Yes. We can call them fans now. If you've listened to more than one episode of us, you're a fan. Sorry. That's how the rules go. We are both fire signs, therefore we love attention, therefore we have fans. It's decided. Yep. As soon as our voices like hit your ear, you're just automatically in love with us. That's what happens. Don't worry. It's just what we do. You're getting eargasms from our mellow accents. Oh my God. Could you imagine if we had like an ASMR millennial monologue? <laughs> oh God. That would be a nightmare. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I can't even do it without laughing. <laughs> oh, I just have to say before we before we get into it. Speaking of ASMR, um, for those of you who are fran- who are fan- friends, friends, that means you're a friend and fan um, <laughs> of Brad Mondo on Facebook. I watched him react to a, a video of ASMR um, hairstyling. Like it was this woman who had a YouTube video where she was like guiding you through styling your hair like as if she were the hairstylist but obviously she's on a video so she can't do that and uh she would say things like so how do you want your hair styled today do you want this picture and she was like holding a magazine and flipping the pages and then she was making like the 
the nails. I just trim my nails so you can't hear it, but like it's like the. Morgan, what's my face doing right now? <laughs> it is it like totally disgusted turtle with a palm in the air. <laughs> so you're cheering her on. Um, very I'm sending very mixed signals. <laughs> So yeah, but you'll be happy to know everyone that that's not this podcast. That's that's not what we do. Right. ASMR kind of makes me uncomfortable. Me too. Especially what she did. You're going to have to watch it. I'm going to have to like find it and send it to you. But she like literally fingernail tapped for a good minute straight. And you're just like, why? I just, I also don't like listening to people speak moistly. And I feel like that's what a lot of ASMR is moist. I bet you there is a podcast out there where they just spend like a good five minutes going moist towelettes. Plot <laughs> twist, it is now this podcast. <laughs> JK. But as Casey was saying, as an adult and keeping on track that she is, um, we are Millennial Monologue and you're listening to our Squibs and Soliloquies episode. Number 11, we think. I think it's 11. Pretty sure it's 11. 1151. Oh, by the way, we're recording on May the 4th, so may the 4th be with you. Yes. Um, or I hope it was with you, because I'm sure you're listening to this. And then, the you know, Revenge of the Fifth and all the other continuous Star Wars puns that you can do for the next subsequent days. Mm-hmm. We already missed the, um, I almost said Justin Bieber, but Justin Timberlake, it's going to be May. We, we missed out. <laughs> Sorry, we'll get you guys next year. Yes, so you have to listen to us for a whole nother year to get that. <gasps> Don't worry, we're oh. just going to fill our episodes with... <laughs> <laughs> yes. But you know what we're going to do today, Morgan? What are we doing today, Casey? Apparently I'm mumbling, but what we're going to do today is we're going to relieve some of the mental tension of the self-isolation and I'm gonna read some fun and interesting facts to you because you know in the world of alternative facts and the Trump presidency I think we should also include some fun ones that sounds amazing did you find this in the back uh, like in the glossary section of the you know the book of rules of podcasting I did podcast okay okay I haven't gotten that far yet okay it's rule number 827, mm-hmm. and it says, for every alternative fact spouted by this quote-unquote administration, there should also be a fun one presented to bring joy and truthfulness back into the world. Damn, I love podcasting. Let's get to it. So I have found this on Reader Digest, Reader's Digest, rd.com, apparently. And I just Googled this really quickly and it caught my attention because it says a hundred fun and interesting facts about practically everything. Everything? Practically. Okay. English. Yeah. Okay. And then it says, you'll never believe these fun facts. So we'll see. I'll let you know. I pretty much believe everything. So. Fact. The first oranges weren't orange. And then because it's Reader's Digest, it gives you a little blurb. So I will let you react to the non-orange oranges for a second. How does an orange not be an orange? Why would it be called an orange if it's not an orange? Because the color orange is why it's called an orange. This makes no sense, orange. And why do we call it orange? (laughs) 
Who says orange? <laughs> Last year, she asked me how to spell orange. Tell us, interact with us, comment, do whatever, post on our social media, which you think came first, the color or the fruit. But this says, the original oranges from Southeast Asia were a tangerine pomelo hybrid. I don't even know what a pomelo is. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. But Mm -hmm. this is not a fruit podcast, people. Um, But it says that they were actually green. In fact, oranges in warmer regions like Vietnam and Thailand still stay green through maturity. And then it says for more interesting facts, find out which... Oh, find out which orange came first, the color or the fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Next time on Squibs and Soliloquies, we ask the big question, which came first, the color or the fruit. You're going to have to wait till May 1st for that one so we can use the Justin Timberlake meme. (laughs) Wait, so does that mean if I were to go to the other side of the world and ask for an orange, they would hand me a giant lime? Is that what you're saying? I don't think technically it's a giant lime and technically you wouldn't be asking for an orange if you asked for it in their native language. But yes, to answer you your question. See, everyone speaks English everywhere. That's the to- <laughs> the best language, right? You know, you know what? I forgot. I forgot. It's the easiest language, you know. Yes. Um that's that's interesting. I believe it. I believe it's true though. Evolution in fruit. Hit me with another one. Well, I guess this could also kind of go with evolution, although it's man-made blasphemy, we'll call it. A cow-bison hybrid is called a beefalo. I'm sorry. That's fake news. That's gotta be. (laughs) It says you can even buy its meat in at least 21 states. I bet you that Texas is for sure one of those states. I believe it. sure. Speaking of different states, there is only one letter that does not appear in any U.S. state name. Can you guess that letter, Morgan? Z. For the winning prize. Z? Yeah. There is a state neighboring your state that has the letter Z. (laughs) God damn it. That would be Arizona, Bob. (laughs) No, wait. New Mexico is right next to us, isn't it? This is not a geography podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting for the comments to read. Um, Who gave Morgan her degree? Nobody, nobody well, did. Also, I okay. apparently, I think you're right. I think it's, I think it's California. Now I'm totally second guessing myself. It's California, and then either Arizona or New Mexico, and then whichever one. It's not that. It's next to that, and then it's Texas. You know what? They look the fucking same, except for the bottom half. So yeah, um, so yeah, yeah. I'm right next to New Mexico, so Arizona is right in between New Mexico and, and California. Okay. I've made the drive like three times, so I feel like I should know, but then. I didn't because again they they look the same. Well, it, millennials don't even know space. their neighbors and Arizona isn't even your neighbor, so you're fine. True. True. Uh, but I knew it was an X. It's not Y. Um how about F? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking of F. I'm really bad at East Coast states, so there's probably something over there. Oh, Florida. Florida. Duh. Fucking Florida. <laughs> Ruins everything. <laughs> Do you want to keep guessing through all 26 letters, letters or do you want me to tell you? <laughs> Somebody's been watching a little too much Tiger King. Ooh. Um, <laughs> hold on. Um, one more. I want one more guess. I'm just going to think here. Think, think. I almost said you, and then I immediately thought of Utah. And I was like, that would have been <laughs> the worst decision I've ever made in my life. P. 
Philadelphia. Oh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I just want to make it known that Morgan and I both went to public schools in Indiana. So clearly that state's education system is just yeah. light years ahead of you all. So try to keep up with us. Mm-hmm. They teach us by giving us like that whole what's that, that learning system where you associate like how people associate names with something to remember names. That's what they mm-hmm. did. They gave us city names to remember state names. Yeah. <laughs> and and they also taught us line dancing in gym class. Yes. Lots of fun. So let Casey, us tell me. Well, so- well lettuce, lettuce. <laughs> the letter lettuce does not appear <laughs> in Durant. U.S. state name. But no, the uh, letter that doesn't appear in any U.S. state name is Q. Son of a bitch. (laughs) I should have known that. You can't have a Q without a U 95% of the time. Not in English. Ooh, you'll like this one. It says, fact, Johnny Appleseed's fruits weren't for eating. And then it says, yes, there was a real John Chapman who planted thousands of apple trees on the U.S. soil. But... The apples on those trees were much more bitter than the ones you'd find in the supermarket today. Johnny Appleseed didn't expect his fruits to be eaten whole, but rather made into hard apple cider. Johnny Appleseed. Is that why my school did a whole musical on him? Because that definitely happened in elementary school. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> we didn't. I don't think we did a full-blown musical, but we we did learn about good old Johnny. And yeah, nobody maybe about it's the alcohol. Yeah, maybe it's because all the teachers were enjoying hard cider. I don't know. I'm curious to know if other states went through the same learning experience about Johnny Appleseed. Because I feel like it was a good portion of my elementary school education. Like, we spent at least a good two months learning about Johnny Appleseed. Not going to lie. I do not remember two months of Johnny Appleseed. That is intense. Farmer school. (laughs) I do know that I don't think at any point in my grade school career that I ever learned the order of the U.S. presidents. Oh, for reals? Yeah. I I also went to a failing school, so. You know. (laughs) You win some, you lose some. Right. Public schooling. Oh, Scotland has 421 words for snow. So some examples are, because apparently now I'm fluent in Scottish. Um, Sneasel? (laughs) I can't call it anything else now. (laughs) So this is a specific kind of snowing. (laughs) Sneasel means to start raining or snowing. (laughs) And this one's even... They just get better and better. Feeful is to swirl. (laughs) Flink and drink it. I'm sorry, did you say flake and drinkin'? <laughs> flink and drinkin'. Oh my god, these are too funny. That means a light snow. I don't think anybody could understand what I just said, but that's okay. <laughs> Whew. Oh, Scotland. Is it sad if, if, like, the first word that you gave, I immediately pictured, like, myself in the future with, like, I don't know why I had three or four kids, because we all know I'm only having two max. Um, <laughs> but they're just, like, standing at the back door going, look, Mom, it's measly. 
Yes, because you of all people, if anyone were to do this, if they didn't speak Scottish, you'd, you would tell your children that that was the word for snow. And they go to school and the teacher's like, what is this? Sneasel! <laughs> and then they can't get mad because they can't get mad and make fun of you because it's a real word in another language. So your children are just multilingual. Exactly. I this is this the part. way of the future. Mm-hmm. This is good for you to know living in the Southwest. Uh-oh. Armadillo shells are bulletproof. They found that out because one Texas man was hospitalized when a bullet he shot at an armadillo ricocheted off the animal and hit him in the jaw only in texas instant karma (laughs) why would you shoot an armadillo they don't do anything right i actually think they eat smaller rodents and such they have a place in the ecosystem they're Mm -hmm. cute little things that roll up into balls and just leave them alone exactly this is good for all of us to know running amok is a medically recognized mental condition um, considered a culturally bound syndrome. A person running amok in Malaysia commits a sudden frenzied mass attack, then begins to brood. Interesting. So watch out for amoks. <laughs> is that what we can say happened uh, when the quarantine was basically ended here like last week and like hundreds of people flocked to the park because that's the thing you do when there's a virus. <laughs> right, because Texas told the virus, hey, we're, we're opening back up. Can you like skedaddle out of this here park? And the virus was like, you got a boss. Deuces. I mean, they probably threatened it with guns. You know, that gets everyone out. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it, if it was in Texas, it the virus had a gun too. Everyone in Texas has a gun, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just had more guns, obviously. Right. More guns, the better. That That's the right logic. <laughs> but speaking of more is better, octopuses or octopi, both are technically correct. I like octopi. Lay 56,000 eggs at a time. Ouch. Yeah. The mother <laughs> spends six months so devoted to protecting the eggs that she doesn't eat. The babies are the size of a grain of rice when they're born. But also like... 56,000 grains of rice is, like, a lot. God, I'm never going to teach my future kids about octopi because... They're so cool. Yeah, but then they're going to, like, rub it in my face and they're going to be like, did you stop eating for six months after you had me? No, you don't love me! (laughs) No, because humans who are pregnant, you have the excuse to eat way more. (laughs) They won't understand that, Casey. These are kids of the future. We're talking like Gen Z 18 here. I don't, I don't know where we go after Gen <laughs> Z. We're kind of out of letters. but yeah. um. uh, We'll start back over on the alphabet. Gen A. <laughs> so then you'll get all the way up to, we'll get all the way up to like Gen G maybe. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe I, we'll go into the Greek alphabet. That'll, that'll be great. Yeah. Oh, well, then we'd have Gen Alphas. We don't need that. No. We already have way too many men who think they're Alphas. And if a man, I'm going to quote Eliza Schlesinger here, if a man tells you he's an Alpha, he's a Beta. Oh, here's one. And I think everybody who has a cat is going to check this because I'm about to. Cats have fewer toes on their back paws. What? 
Your face just went blank. <laughs> what? Yeah, it says, like most four-legged mammals, they have five toes on the front, but their back paws only have four toes. Scientists think that the four-toe back paws might help them run faster. My cat has zoomies while I'm talking about this. And then it says, do you know any other fun facts about cats? Because apparently Reader's Digest does not. <laughs> you know what? All I could think of when you said that Chester was zooming around while you, when you were talking about it. And he, he was like, oh, my God, I must alert the authorities. They know. They know. <laughs> <laughs> they know about the back paws. <laughs> but is that like the Dewclaw situation? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Ooh, this is fitting for our current world situation. Kleenex tissues were originally intended for gas masks. When there was a cotton shortage during World War I, Kimberly Clark developed a thin, flat cotton substitute that the Army tried to use as a filter in gas masks. The war ended before scientists perfected the material for gas masks, so the company redeveloped the cotton things to be smoother and softer, and then marketed Kleenex as a facial tissue instead. You're telling me that I've been blowing snot into gas masks for the past 26 years of my life. That's really metal. <laughs> that immediately made me envision like a metal concert <laughs> and a and bunch of kids with Kleenex. I'm going to go I get mean, a Kleenex tattooed on my arm now. That's Yes, that, that's what the future is going to look like. Everything is going to change after the coronavirus. Everyone's going to carry Kleenexes around. I believe it. Oh, you know what else people can probably relate to during the self-isolation is eating a lot. I know I've been eating a lot because it's quarantine. Calories are made up and pounds don't matter. And also just a PSA, your bodies are beautiful and functional no matter what and love them anyway. And it's okay no matter what you look like. But blue whales eat half a million calories in one mouthful. Those poor krill. It's only dangerous if there's krill. Swim away! Oh, hey, krill! Finding Nemo, everyone. And then the caption says, These random facts are mind-blowing. Because it wanted to remind you that this was supposed to be mind-blowing facts. But it says, Those 457,000 calories are more than the 240 times the energy the whale uses to scoop those krill into its mouth. Wow. So that's really... A lot of bang for your buck right there. That means they, like, hit a buffet every time they find yeah. a giant school grill. Yeah, and they just have to open their mouths and bada-bing, bada-boom. I would say yeah. it must be the life to be a whale, but at the same time, I know it's not easy to be an ocean animal at this point in our lives, so... <sighs> <laughs> but you know what you can relate to? Caps? You can relate to women's <laughs> jeans not having pockets. Yes. I digress. Um... But this says that tiny pocket in your jeans, and not to be confused with any pocket on women's jeans, the even teeny tinier pocket. That are useless? Yes. We think it was useless. Apparently, it was designed to store pocket watches. Um, I've seen a pocket watch, and I can barely fit a quarter in those tiny pockets. Why do we still make them a thing? (laughs) (sighs) I don't know. Just because I'm a woman doesn't mean my hands are smaller. Because, look, I'm almost six feet tall. I have big hands, all right? I need pockets that fit. You know what big hands mean, Morgan? Big gloves. Yeah, it's also hard to find gloves. That's a great point. Yeah. 
Good thing you live in Texas. <laughs> I know. The worst part is I own like three pairs of gloves uh, for some godforsaken reason. They're all fingerless. It's okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that makes you cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I go rocking it at the metal concerts. It makes it easy to hold the Kleenex, you know? Right. Yeah. You uh-huh. still have that dexterity. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that heat is kept in your fingertips. So you got to... You got to keep them breathing. You only cover up your fingertips when they're Sneasel, okay? <laughs> I hope that's the actual correct pronunciation. <laughs> We're going to have like one fan from Scotland just be like, do you even know what the fuck you're talking about? Nope. No, we don't. <laughs> no, but please tell us all the words for snow. Yes. Please feel free. <laughs> we'll invite you on the podcast. If you're from Scotland, hit us up. We'll put you yeah. on. Yeah. Put us in our place. We're up for it. So I can't think of a clever segue for this one, but it's funny enough to stand on its own. Um, turkeys can blush. What? What? Like, does their little waddle thing turn red? <laughs> How do you know that a turkey blushes? So it says when turkeys are scared or excited. So, for example, when the males see a female they're interested in. The pale skin on their head and neck turns bright red, blue, or white. That so wait, if like, it's, if it's like pale, that it's normally not white. But it also said the flaps of skin over their beaks called a snood also res- reddens. Ew. Okay, I think that's what I was trying to get at. I don't know, I've never owned a turkey. But I've heard that they can drown if it rains, so. Yeah. Brightest animal in the world. Right there, people. If, if the sky is sneezling, look up. <laughs> this one's weird. Dogs sniff good smells with their left nostril. So it says dogs normally start sniffing with their right nostril, then keep it there if the smell could signal danger, but they'll shift to the left side for something pleasant like food or a mating partner. So, I don't have to take a shower until my dog sniffs me with the right side of her nose. That's yes. what that says. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to remember that. In case remember, that's side. her right, not your right. Right. That's really interesting, <laughs> though. Like, that, that that's a thing. Because, you know, like, humans have right side and left side that either one could be better than the other. But to just blatantly say that dogs have, like, a dominant... Right side smells this, left side smells that. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Oh, this one's funny. So, raise your hand here if you like avocados. Just me? Okay. Just you. (laughs) I did not hop on that bandwagon. (laughs) So it says, avocados were named after reproductive organs. Like, on a human? (laughs) Well, it says... Indigenous people of Mexico and Central America used the Nahuatl word. I can't, I can't say that word, but it means both testicles and avocado. <laughs> and the fruits were originally marketed as alligator pears in the United States until the current name stuck. Fun fact, in Chile, because Chileans have their own slang for everything and they have their own words for everything that no other Spanish speakers do, but they call avocados Palta. Palta? Palta. P-A-L-T-A. Palta. 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 Interesting. 
can I just say that after that fact, I will no longer look at anyone who holds an avocado in each hand the same way ever again. <laughs> well, it's also like they're in the Egyptian language, the words for life and bread are the same thing. So that's pretty cool. That I was mean, not in the Reader's Digest article. That was just in my brain. Oprah already figured that out. So <laughs> bread equals life. That's, yes. That's what that means. The Egyptians knew it. Ooh, you have two body parts that never stop growing. Your you know ears and your nails. I don't know if they count as body part. I know definitely your ears. Your right? ears is one. Okay. Your nose. Yes. Yes. Science. Public school. So we're all giant liars like Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew ears because it was always something like I'm always really self-conscious about my tiny ears. And then I'm like, you know what? It's fine because when I get older, I'm going to have normal sized ears and everyone else is going to be real droopy. ears. <laughs> oh, man, I like the size of my ears. I hope they don't. <laughs> you won't in 20 years. Whereas no! I'm going to be like, look, I'm 20 years old on the side of my face. <laughs> <laughs> I have the ears of a teenager. <laughs> yeah, because right now they're about toddler size. It's fine. So, Morgan. Yeah. Casey. You want to hit us with a Hoosier hurrah before we before we sign off? Oh, a Hoosier hurrah. Um, let's see. There's a lot of negativity going on in the world. But um, I got one. It's a personal Hoosier hurrah, but um, it'll work for, for now. So I submitted the last of my finals yesterday. So I don't have to worry about anything for the next three weeks of my life. Woo! That's my Hoosier Raw. Short and sweet. To the point. That's so exciting. Yes. I can finally sleep. Yes. Do you feel like a weight is lifted? No, because I have to start classes all over again in June. So, you know. Oh. Three weeks, I got nothing going on. Except work. Nice. Yes. What about you, Casey? What is your Hoosier Raw? Bring some more positivity. I taught myself how to crochet. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Have you made anything yet? Ooh. So I'm practicing on a baby blanket that I'm going to give to one of my friends from college who recently had a baby. Baby, congrats. Oh. Um, so I'm practicing on that. And I did like, I like stitched through a whole ball of yarn as practice and then I undid it and I'm going to do it again to like make it better because recovering perfectionist. But yes, yeah, so I'm going to do that. And then I have another crochet project in mind too. That I'm going to do. <laughs> yes, Morgan, I'm making you gloves. Finger yes. gloves for your metal concerts. <laughs> Out here in Texas. <laughs> Just be careful. Don't shoot at any armadillo. I won't. <sighs> if anybody didn't know, we are a Save the Armadillos podcast. Yes. That's what Has anyone doing. heard of the holiday armadillo? <laughs> Mine. I thought you were about to say, has anyone heard of the Holocaust? It's <laughs> 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 like, Casey. <laughs> would have been quite a jump <laughs> oh my god it's quarantine my humor is a little dark <laughs> my brain is fried it's okay i'm crying <laughs> so on that note uh, if you like what you heard here <laughs> you can find us almost anywhere you listen to podcasts that would be <laughs> apple podcasts uh spot Bye. 
iHeartRadio, and Anchor.fm. Um, you can also find us on social media. Um, maybe yell at us for inoffensive jokes. We don't care. Um, but on Instagram and Facebook, it's Millennial Monologue. And on Twitter, it's Millennial Mo Pod. And send us emails at Millennial Mon- Millennial Monologue Podcast at gmail.com. Yep, yep. Yep. It's just a lot of words. It's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of M's. A lot of M's and L's. Yeah. But this sounds good. <laughs> yeah, Casey. You know what? Let's do it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>